Good morning, Alan. Uh, yeah, you can certainly. It's an easy one to answer. I suppose, look, as we've uh, lobbied the government intensely there over the last couple of um, months in regards to, to this whole issue, and I suppose, number one, they finally accepted that there is a crisis in the industry. And I suppose, more importantly, now it needs to be dealt with as a matter of urgency. You know, we're heading into the summer season and there are businesses failing left, right and centre, you know, all over the country. So, look, at at least they've, they've uh, finally acknowledged that, you know, there is a crisis there. Uh, I hope it's dealt with fairly promptly and that, you know, they come up with some new ideas as to how they're going to deal with it because we had been looking there for uh, the last number of years that, you know, the VAT rate will be uh, dealt with separately from, from you know, the, the other um, parts of the industry. But whether that will happen now or not, I, I don't know. Uh, Patrick also with us. Uh, Patrick, you know, how have things been for you since the return to 13.5%? Has there been a, a very noticeable and, and a, a negative difference in terms of, of how you're doing? Well, it's very hard to judge it, Alan, currently, because the month of January is quiet. But there has been a fall off in footfall because I think the volume of spend is not there with people at the moment. So, therefore, if we can offer a better value, which would be a reduced fat rate, it might entice people back out. But again, the time of the year is, 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 is a little bit slow, so it's going to be over the next three months where we'll really um, notice the fall-off, and I think that there will be a fall-off. So I, I hope something is done about the fat rate. Okay, and I, I suppose, Charlie, this is about... Um, helping out the likes of yourselves within the hospitality sector, but um, hotels being singled out here, uh, do you think it's fair that they should be singled out as having benefited more from the reduced rate than others within the hospitality industry if this goes ahead? Could, could it lead to a disintegration of camaraderie within the sector? No, look, at I don't believe so. Look, at um, and, and in fairness to, to our local hotels here in, in the county and, and nationwide, apart from the Dublin hotels, you know, we haven't seen that level of gouging that goes on in Dublin, especially for big events. And I don't think it's fair to tear everyone with the one bush, but how the government are going to deal with has gone down the road is, is another matter. But we wouldn't have seen it. We, we still see that, that the local hotels here are offering a great value. And in fairness, we have a couple of great hotels in town, which is brilliant, which we badly need. So we wouldn't have seen that. Like, we've seen it in Dublin, and, you know, there's always anecdotal evidence all around the country of places happening where there's some big issue, but we, we haven't seen it's a difficult one though, Patrick, isn't it? Because I'm sure you'd agree with Charlie that the, the behaviour of hotels was certainly flagged up a lot. I know Pascal Dunhue touched on it before, but uh, maybe he was more referring to, as Charlie says, the, the hotels in Dublin and bigger urban areas. But I, if, if the government is to do this, how can they, they surely can't separate uh, the hotels that went with that approach and the hotels that didn't. Uh, so it's just going to be en masse either hotels are left out or not. And is that going to be very unfair then on hotels in Clare that, uh, you know, b- behaved commendably during uh, COVID? You would hope that, um, that um, the hoteliers would continue to behave well in Clare because they're such a vital part of our industry. The, as regards the, 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 the prices in Dublin when the big events are on, sure, it's very hard to control that element and you're going to have to try and just work with them and market will demand a higher price and it isn't fair when the hotels are, 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 are increasing the prices for certain events. So how do you control it? I don't know, it's a very difficult one. Everyone needs to sit down and some lock some heads together and see how can we make sure that the 
tourist gets the and the user of the hotels gets the best value going forward. Working together is the best way forward, I think, Alan. There were, though, Charlie, 280 closures within the sector around the country. That was in the second half of last year, and uh, industry officials are claiming the rate of closures this year is threatening to exceed that of 2023. Do you fear that some businesses within the hospitality sector in Clare could close if the VAT rate isn't reduced again, that really some businesses are watching this potential decision with a great interest and perhaps even desperation, praying that it happens or else they won't be open come the end of, of 2024? Oh, look, that's a definite, Helen, unfortunately, because, you know, post-COVID, you know, the recovery, as I said all along, recovery was going to take a long time after COVID. And it's not just the vet rate. You know, they've been hit with a raft of, you know, new charges that are coming in. The vet rate, like, is, is the one that's really killing everybody because, you know, the cost of doing business has gone through the roof. You know, you look at the electricity cost, cost of hiring staff, cost of even keeping, trying to hold on to staff. You know, there's so many things just came in the one go and you get to a situation where you're looking, you're saying, you know, is my business viable any longer? And then you have the other side of the says you're trying to, you know, the footfall is falling. Uh, you have the law diminishing returns where you get to a stage where people are saying, look, it's not, you know, it's too expensive to quote, which you don't want to see happening either. So there's a lot of business there. They've trimmed down their business. They've looked at it. They've put in uh, new measures to try and improve their, their you know, what they're offering. They've put up, um, you know, the solar panels. Like, I you know one fellow told me he invested over 30,000 there lately on solar panels just to try and keep his business viable. But you get to a stage where, you know, you're, you're, you're swimming against the tide and unless they get some bit of support, and as I say, it, it needs to happen quickly. You know, if this is pushed out again for another few months, a lot of business will have gone again in the meantime. And what are we going to be offering the tourists that come in this summer? That's the worries me. I just wonder, Patrick, though, is there going to be a way... Uh, to reduce it again to 9% um, um, but be more mindful of, uh, you know, that just hotels en masse aren't left out, that there's a way of of um, uh, treating them differently and the big city hotels who benefited from huge price hikes are the ones who stay at 13.5%. Uh, or, or if the government feels it's too difficult to, to, to do, do that, that it would be difficult to separate the hotels uh, who didn't have big price hikes from those who did, are there... Are, any other alternative measures that the government could use or uh, utilise to to support uh, your businesses within the hospitality industry besides the VAT change? Well, I mean, you're always going to have <clears throat> you're always going to have some people, you know, exploiting the, the the market with high prices when it suits them. But they're a minority. In general, the whole lot of the hospitality sector do their best to look after their clients. So. That's the first thing. Trying to separate them out is going to be very difficult. Just You just have to run with them. Try and get the VAT rate down to 9%, number one, right? Number two, maybe there should be lots of other things to be looking at. As Charlie was saying there, all the other costs are very, very high. Like there's the, being the minimum wage, which is very important for our staff. But then there's also the electricity. There's also the rates. There's also all these underlying costs. The cost of food, the cost of our, our fixed costs. Everything is increasing. How do we get it back? Maybe to look at the rates. Maybe to, to, to help people with grants for more dining outside, to improve the better, better dining facilities, like they did in COVID. You know, there was plenty of help from the government during COVID. Now, maybe we need some sort of an incentive like that, again, in the industry, to bring us on to the next step, to provide a quality product for our tourists and our visitors and our locals, to provide something that really is sustainable for them going forward and keeps all the smaller businesses and everybody in the hospitality sector really keeps them in business because we 
we really need them to survive, Alan. It's the most important thing. Help them to survive. That's where we need the most. Yeah, I, I suspect, Charlie, it is going to be, you know, either the government just ignores the pleas of hotels uh, that aren't in big cities that didn't benefit from huge price hikes and brings in this re- the reduction to 9% again for pubs, cafes and restaurants, or else they do try and uh, separate the different types of hotels. But I, f- I feel that'll be too difficult. Um, is the best way to try and help businesses such as your own through... Uh, trying to reduce, uh, you know, in, in bigger energy credits for, for pubs, cafes and restaurants or something like that to try and reduce the bills elsewhere because it might just be too difficult to um, bring this rate down uh, and deal with the hotel side of things. Yeah, look, we've discussed this with government SS on many occasions, uh, you know, this split in the VAT rate. And we even, you know, put forward that if they had to bring in a new race, you know, that's, you know, found a bit of middle ground between both that you could, you know, keep a certain rate and the hotels maybe lower a bit and then kind of bring us back to the 9% which we'd be looking for, that they didn't have to go down. Like, you know, if you go in and you get your care, I know it sounds uh, it's a totally different concept altogether, but if you go in and get your care service in the morning, you'll pay one rate on the person, that the, the, the rate and what you're paying to get your care service. And there's a different rate on the parts. So I, I don't see, you know, they've been talking that there is, you know, that this is very difficult to actually separate the two, but I'm sure as I say where there's a will, there's a way it could be done. And, you know, if, if they sat down, as Patrick said, and talked to the industry and said, look, you know, how can we move this forward? That they could find some middle ground between the two, you know. You don't have to, it hasn't to be all negative. You can actually find middle ground. At the end of the day, everybody's in it there to, you know, for the good of the business, the industry, you know, going forward like we need our hotels, we need our restaurants, we need our pubs, you know, we're, we're bringing people into the country, we have to have something there to offer them. Just before we finish, and Patrick, I might put this question to you, interesting question has come in uh, from a listener, your namesake, uh, Pat on 86 and Pat says, we have noticed that the portions of uh, especially vegetables when having a meal out are getting smaller. When you ask for more, you're charged for another portion costing four to five euro extra onto your meal. And he's wondering uh, what uh, you think of that. Is, is that the case? Are portions of vegetables getting smaller? I hope not because vegetables are good for you. <clears throat> well, portion sizes. Um, I suppose I, 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 we haven't reduced our portion sizes in any way. In, in any way, personally, you know, um, vegetable as a, as a product, it's not the most expensive, but it is the most nutritious. So. I can't understand why people will give out smaller sizes, portion sizes of vegetables, of course, like of all products, because they're the most nutritious, they're not the most expensive, and yet they're the, they're the healthiest. So we haven't done anything with our portion sizes. I, I, find it, I find it hard to see how anybody else would do it, especially on the vegetables. People may cut back on other things, but generally we're not cutting back. It's all about the product you've got to supply, Alan. You've got to keep supplying consistent. You've got to get your customers coming back. So... <clears throat> by giving them quality food, quality service, in quality places, that brings them back. Everything is all looked after for the customer to make sure they come back. The more customers we have, the better service we can provide, the more important it is. So as regards portion sizes, I can't answer that for you. I just know we haven't done it. <laughs> good. Good. It's good to know if I go to the monks, I'll get a big pile yeah. of carrots and cauliflower and broccoli anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, gents. We'll, uh, we'll leave it there. That's uh, Patrick Donoghue from the monks in Ballyvaughan and uh, the chair of the Clare branch of the VFI and proprietor of Dees Bar and Charlie O'Mara.